1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am super excited that you guys are back here with us today. What's I, up? <laughs> we, we have a rogue guest on the show today. He's so excited to be here. He can't even wait uh, to be introduced. Dean, I don't even know uh, if we've experienced that before. Um, <laughs> I need to introduce Dean Holland first. Let's just get yes. to, He's riding in on his horse. Right.
0: right. <laughs> Let's do the formality, please. You know, he's like, let's put a (laughs) a cage
1: around this guy. Hold him back. I know. It's just like everything just went right out the window. I was like, I'm excited. He's like, me too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to
0: say, I'm excited. And and we were almost going to get into this before we started the show. But I can't actually believe it's taken us this long to get this guy here.
2: Now, Bro, right. All good things come to those who wait. I'm just so honored to be on y'all's show. That's all I got to say. For those of y'all listening to this, I hope you get this. You guys get to listen right. to podcast by these two guys every single time. That is absolutely awesome. All right, I'm done now. I'll let you take over, James. All right, so we actually
1: have Don King on the show today. He's a natural, a natural promoter. Um, he's going to pump you guys up, get you more excited. Uh, Alex uh, Alex D. is here with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Alex he is, uh, is a friend of the show. He's a friend of Dean and mine as well. I don't know if that was correct grammar. Dean will correct me later if it was wrong.
0: It was a bit uh, ridiculous, James, to be honest, but we'll talk about <laughs> <know>, later. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I don't speak proper English. Like, <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, it's very, very good to have you here today with us, Alex. Um, I don't think we've spoken since. Uh, we were together prank calling Dean about a month or two ago.
2: <laughs> so awesome. I am so glad you guys are having just a special podcast for that because I don't think there's enough time in here to do it justice. So I'm so glad you guys are doing that. I don't think I've even
1: talked about it yet on the show, have I, Dean?
2: No,
0: thankfully not. But uh, I will say it's <laughs> nice to join you both as an equal rather than the uh, the pranky <laughs> today.
2: Here's what I have to say to anyone: If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to stop it right now. Go to the one where he pranks Dean as Gregory, because that, well, in itself, is just totally worth it. And then come back here because while this is important, like that is totally worth its way to go.
1: <laughs> that will uh, that that's that's great marketing right there. Putting the curiosity out there for people to go to a future episode. We haven't released that one yet. You guys are pros. Yeah. Yep. Well, we, well, we try. I don't know about pros. Through <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so Alex, uh, in all seriousness, absolutely fantastic to have you here. Um, I'm, I am equally surprised, just like Dean, that it's taken us this long to get you on the show. Um, but uh, but welcome, man. It's, it's super cool that you're here. For those of you guys who aren't familiar with Alex, uh, Alex has uh, su- such an incredible story that I don't know that that many people know or have gotten to hear. um, I'm going to spare you guys all the details, but suffice (laughs) it to say, we were in a natural Springs hot tub uh, one night (laughs) and I heard this story. And and I was like, you need to come on the show and you need to tell everybody about this. Because I think um, a lot of of entrepreneurs overcome, right? I think one of the things entrepreneurs are amazing at doing is overcoming adversity, overcoming obstacles, you know, just sort of surmounting challenges and all this sure. other stuff. And uh, and Alex came to the U.S. Uh, when he was eight. But the way in which he came over, and, and I don't need you to go into all the detail, Alex, but I would love sure. for you to just give people like a high-level understanding of how your entrepreneurial journey began uh, with that incredible
2: uh, just – challenge that you had in the really early part of your life sure well thanks thanks for that awesome introduction i always wanted for uh, my legacy to be on a podcast to talk about me being in a hot tub with you in natural springs i mean that's (laughs) the perfect way to start something so thanks for that (laughs) i feel really (laughs) left out here you know I'm
1: always <laughs> busy trying on ladies' pants for your wedding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I'd fit right into your guys' story, though, if I'm honest. Dean, Dean we're, you <laughs> totally would. But, Dean, don't worry. We'll talk about our master cruise. I'm sure we'll fit that in here somewhere. Right. right. But, yeah, no. I mean, so essentially, guys, I started out when eight years old, coming to this wonderful country uh, during a time where I came from Iran, which was a country was at war. Um, just to basically seek opportunity. Um, one of the coolest parts was, uh, I got to go to one of the most prestigious high schools in the nation. And while every kid there had like a BMW and Mercedes, my parents moved me right to the apartment next door so we could walk there so I could get the best education. But it's kind of where it started. And so we always had that belief level you that as long as you had the right education, like you're going to get what you want in life. So I did the whole thing. Um, kind of like, a lot like James' story, like, you know, we went and got all the degrees and came out and only to get hired and fired by a major telecom company in the same week. It was <laughs> so funny, brother. You want to hear the funniest part of that story is I had, I was waiting tables for like a lot of my life. And so I had all my customers who basically supported me through college. So we had this huge party for all my customers saying, Hey, thanks. I had this graduation, I got my dream job. And then a week later, I was back working at that restaurant. It was so embarrassing, to say the least. But that's really how why I had such a huge, uh, essentially, pressure on me to kind of figure out you know, what was going to work. And that's how we got involved in the role of entrepreneurship. And that's kind of how it started.
1: Can I ask you a serious question? When you went back to work at that restaurant that you'd only worked at a week earlier,
2: did you wear one of those fake mustaches <laughs> with glasses? No. <laughs> But You know what? I, I gotta tell you, that's such a good idea, James. Where were you when I needed you? I totally I could up. have used that. Because I'm telling you, I've never been more enticed to like find a way out in those during those nights. Because everyone that was coming in had been, you know, supporting me for God knows how long, and they were like, "Oh, uh, what happened?" <laughs> I had to explain that over and over again. So yeah, thick mustache that would have been a good idea. Note to self. Thick mustache. You know, go if, back if ever- time. I beat it on. Note to self. I'm writing this now. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Don't worry about it. You don't need to take that. <laughs> uh, so uh, well,
1: actually, there's like there's a part previous to you coming here that really, I don't know, I, I, you you were basically smuggled out of Iran
2: by your mom. Yeah, that's actually right. right? Yep. So we, yeah. had to, we had to cross the border. It was just really interesting because it was at a time that you had all the wars and uh, that's right. We did talk about this. I just remember that because this is what happens, guys, when you actually hang out with these guys to get all the good stuff out of you. Um, <laughs> so we were actually yeah, we had to get across the border. I had no idea what was going on. And then my mom told me later and basically it was at night, 20 miles of just desert of going across with like lights in the air. It's kind of like what you imagine in a movie. It's literally what, what was going on. And the funniest part was, at that time, I had no uh, experience of Americans, right? And we just, what we had been told there. Yet the, there was a there was an American who was actually leaving with us at the time. And what was really cool about it, he was like the nicest guy. Uh, I, I was like eight years old. We were running like 10 miles. I got tired. He actually carried me part of the way. And so that was my first experience of what it was like to actually meet a real American. And I was like, wow, these, this guy was like super cool. And then we we were with him the rest of the time. So tons of parts I could tell you about that part of the story. But what was really good, the biggest part I could tell you my lessons was that, you know, when we got here, um, I really like felt the opportunity. I felt like, you know, we've done a lot of things to get here. So we're going to take advantage of every opportunity that we have here. And I think that's why I feel really grateful for that, because it gives you a different perspective when you grow up somewhere where you've got. Lots of challenges. You don't have these freedoms when you come here. You're like, oh heck, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can grow up to be whatever I want, and that that gives you a profound understanding and depth that um, that really makes you appreciate and take advantage of those opportunities.
1: Yeah, no, that's 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 really amazing,
2: man. I I think that
1: is something that you have a incredibly unique perspective on that you know in in some ways, I think that level that level of gratitude for the opportunity that exists sure. i feel uh gives you an edge. I do believe that it can be cultivated totally but 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 seeing uh seeing firsthand the you know sort of literally a war torn country that you called home being smuggled out of there and then coming here to the u s um which is obviously better than the u k Um, (laughs) all the opportunity that exists uh you know i think is i think it's something it really says something because there are so many people um i think it's to a lesser extent in the entrepreneurial community but i think it's i think it's pervasive what what you uh what you are accustomed to you typically become entitled to
0: can i just put in and say like this is very sensible all this stuff coming out of your mouth it's like Freaking me out a bit. Like, this is twice yeah, it, you've done this now. Something's changed with you. I don't know what's going on.
1: Maybe it was a vacation. I don't know. I've been to England for a week, and you go back a proper man. <laughs> That's definitely it. I hung out with some great... I've literally years. known you
0: for over a year, and all you've done is talk crap until you came to England, and now you've
1: changed. <laughs> it was your wedding, Dean. Your wedding is really what put me on the right path. <laughs> Much like. Much like Alex coming to the U.S., it was it was a watershed. Moment.
2: <laughs> Not to mention, you went to Italy and got to have that awesome trip, bro. So that, that was well, awesome too. So I think that comes. I like how Dean's getting the credit, you know, automatically for the U.K. Because that was Well, you know, you know what it, I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna explain why, why
1: it's happening. Right. And this Shoot. is an I can't awesome. wait to hear this. So, okay, so so just like Alex, you know, left all of the negativity and I Iran behind and came to U.S. and saw all the opportunity. I left all the negativity of spending time with Dean in the UK and came back to the US, and I'm just I'm just so grateful not to be there anymore. Wow. That's awesome.
0: So, in one way or another, what you're saying is you, you're thanking me for for changing your life positively.
1: Sure, we'll we'll roll with that for now.
2: <laughs> hey, whatever works,
1: right? This actually worked. That's awesome. Exactly. So, um, but I but I do think you know, Alex, the the biggest problem that most people face in their life is not taking advantage of the opportunities that they have. Instead, they sit around wishing that things were different than they were and completely become blind to
2: what's available to them. Sure. And I'm going to kind of, uh, I'm going to add on to what you just said, which I thought was genius, as, as Dean says. I don't know. He said only two times, but James, I've heard it at least six or seven times just on our trip, just so just so we're good. (laughs) And you guys get to hear it on these podcasts all the time with just the tips. This is awesome. All right. So the biggest part I'll just say, I think it comes down to perspective, if you had to break it down to one word. And so, you know, I think we all have it, you know, Uh, Dean has it, you have it. It comes down to taking our unique story. What is it about our story that makes us unique? And that gives us that perspective, you know, Dean grew up in the UK. He's got something that's just brilliant about the way he does. And like I said, I really feel cool with being on this just to give you guys like the example. Like I had a chance to hang out with Dean and he is he is one of the nicest guys you've ever met. And I know it goes against probably what you guys hear on this podcast all the time. <laughs> but he is like super. Are you talking about the same Dean yeah, that's on this He podcast? is like one like, of the most genuinely nice guys. We had a chance to hang out on a master cruise for five, six days. And just his story, who he is is just really, really phenomenal. And he's just really awesome about wanting to help people. And then James, James is gotta be one of the funniest people. And he just brings this sense of humor. He's got this background with corporate world. And then he brings it with the like just being able to do pranks. Like you never, I never, you never imagine this guy doing pranks like all the time. But like he's actually an expert at it, guys. So <laughs> there, there's a there's a there's a something about all of us. I think we have this DNA and we're unique. And the challenge is we spend a lot of time focused on trying to be something other than what we are. And so I think when, when you find that uniqueness and you find that self-awareness, that perspective, um, it gives you a great deal. It gives you a perspective towards life. That's very different. And then to share that story, I think that's what makes us unique and gives us the ability to get ahead no matter what we do in life.
1: So let's, uh, so let's, let's shift the, uh, shift the conversation a little bit, Alex. I think what, what we haven't talked about yet, you know, we've talked about, you know, perspective and, you know, seeing, seeing the opportunities and things like that and and your background, but, um but what people probably don't know is that you know you've you've run uh numerous uh multimillion dollar businesses online you have a you know a, a very long track record of having success in business and and all that sort of thing how how do you think the those two things actually came together in terms of like your gratitude for the opportunities that you see and then the ability to turn them into something that that makes money and then therefore eventually creates an impact
2: on on people sure so here's the biggest part that i think um going through this that I, I mean i'm just trying to share with you kind of like a little bit about the story so give you guys a backstory while james makes it sound like it was all great i think we all know in entrepreneurship we all have lots of ups and downs in 2008 when the recession hit pretty much my entire net worth disappeared in a, literally overnight and then trying to build it back up, um, 2011, I got involved. In, these are the challenges you deal as an entrepreneur, right? Had a really bad partner. had to basically start from scratch. Went through that along with a divorce all at the same time, right? And so there was about a two-month period where literally imagine all your net worth, your relationship crumbles, and you're kind of having to start from scratch. So it, it's one of those kind of defining point moments because you really can't have a lower low, right? And I think the biggest part for me was we're sitting there going through all this like, stuff that we had to deal with, right? Because I had to deal with my partner, going through the civil action. I just remember uh, the stuff that was shared with me. It was actually my lawyer. We're sitting there talking. And he said, look, you know, a lot of people go through some hardships. And he goes, there's two people. There's two kinds of people. There's ones that at the end of the day that crawl into a cave and you never hear from them again. He goes, but there's people that take this as a learning lesson. And they come out stronger than before. And now I got to tell you guys, like at that point, it was like, I was having all kinds of doubts, right? I think uh, it was like, am I doing the right thing? What am I doing? I, I'm just lost my relationship, lost everything. How do I, how do I go from that to basically, you know, like even trying to get back on my feet? So, but it was these words that what he said, he said, look, you know, it comes down to, am I going to get out of the cave or am I just going to crumble and no one's going to hear? And I just took that as like a challenge, Right. And so I just started plugging back in and just starting like just listening to things, just successful people. I just wanted to study patterns and I'm a huge, I have this passion for just wanting to study like, what is the shortcut? What can I do as far as success when it comes to success? So I literally started reading books, everything you can think of from Tony Robbins, listening to the podcasts, like everything that was basically out there. And what I decided to do, just basically build out what I call success hacks. And that was like my passion back then. It wasn't even a product. It was just something I was doing to figure out how to get back on my feet to inspire myself. And then throughout that journey, what I just found was just all these really great philosophies and wisdom that helps to transform your life and transform my life. And it didn't matter where I was at because the mindset of where it was was just much stronger. And so slowly just started to rebuild and rebuild. And I think that was the biggest part is just saying, okay, how do I overcome these things? How do I overcome? become like overwhelmed fear? How do what, you know, what is the hack for like, you know, studying and being able to break out habits. And so as I started writing all these things down, I started incorporating them into habits. And I think that made the difference. I, the biggest part that I learned throughout this process is that everybody that I was studying, it wasn't like they were geniuses. They just they, like, this is a skill set that I could learn. And that was the most profound thing. So I was like, okay, I can take all this. I can actually be able to start implementing it and change my life. And from there on, it just started, you know, trickling up. And that's kind of where we got to where we're at. So that was the biggest so, biggest lesson behind that.
1: So uh, so Dean, uh, do you think that uh, this is the appropriate point in the show where Alex should share some of his tips? <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> just the t- Wait, I get to share just the tips? Of, oh, my God. Yeah, this is like so we perfect. We don't want all of it.
1: So, so keep, keep, keep yourself yeah, calm, <laughs> oh my God. Um, but we do want some tips. So like, so I think one of the, one of the big things that you mentioned just now sure. um, that, that's definitely possible uh, for entrepreneurs to experience. I know I have almost, I, I don't know if anybody hasn't is the feeling of uh, sometimes being overwhelmed, sure. right? There's a lot to do. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of responsibility, all those things. What, uh, what is one of your favorite hacks for overcoming overwhelm
2: all right so cool so guys the things i'm going to share with you i love it because this show is like perfect success hacks just the tips so the tips are really like You're literally the hacks time. that you come out with yeah. four or five minutes it's like literally perfect for these short little ones so what i'm going to tell you is after studying all these things the one thing that i came up with that you guys can implement like right now like as soon as it's done like you guys can implement these things in your life make a profound difference change and have a transformation because that's exactly what happened to me okay so out of setting old, oh, this is my favorite one, okay? Uh, how to overcome overwhelm. Number one, it's actually a guy who took a company uh, public, and he started out with zero, built up a scratch, and sold it for $30 million. Uh, He was involved in Silicon Valley, and I love this story because it's a parable. And the parable is based on the words, and just write this down. Don't be a donkey. I know this sounds really weird, but don't be a donkey. Okay, so what's the parable? Can you, uh, can you share a hack that Dean can use? <laughs> <laughs> Dean, Dean, this is – I can't – there's just so much going on. The three of us on the phone should never be allowed legally, so this is actually really good. So uh, I guess there's like so many different directions we can go with this, but we're going to try to stay on focus. So don't be a donkey. Here's what that means. Uh, There's an old parable about a donkey who's really thirsty, and he's he's basically going, and he sees – he comes up to a little fork in the road, and he has – Food on one side, and he has water on the other. And so the donkey is trying to deliver, like, which one do I do first? Which one do I do first? And Izzy's delivering. He keeps delivering, and then he dies. So that's the story. So what does the story have to do with overwhelm? (laughs) So here's what it comes down to. The story is really simple, is that we all want to do everything, but we can't do everything at one time. So the key is you've got to break it down and do one thing at a time. That's really simple. So same thing we like James is absolutely phenomenal when it comes to organization a lot of entrepreneurs deal with overwhelm because there's a lot of tasks that we have to take on so here's the key and then this comes down to a couple of other things I can add on to this there's no such thing as unrealistic um, goals just unrealistic time frames and as Tony Robbins says you can do more in, in a decade than you can do in a year. A lot of people underestimate what they can do in a year, but they they they, they overestimate what they can do in a year, and underestimate what they can do in a year, in a decade, right? So guys, break everything down sequentially, okay? That is the biggest part to dealing with overwhelm. Write things out as far as what you want to do and, it, and just reverse engineer it. So I have to, like, I'm building out this big launch for October. I have everything broken down and you just break it down sequentially and you just do one step at a time. The key is to basically write everything out and do it one step at a time. So don't be a donkey. That's the one for overwhelm. So what else you want to cover? I love it. I love it, Dean. What uh, What do you have to say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually
1: became the donkey. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm oh still getting God. over that that um, that jab of yours, there, James. That that may be the best thing you've said on this show and contributed for the past year, to be honest.
2: To be honest, I'm pretty proud of myself tell. for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep setting it up. Dean, the next one's for you. <laughs> um, so, uh,
1: no, but, but I think that's, I think that's really good, Alex, because most people are like, oh man, there's all these different things that I got to do and I got to, you know, do everything. And I think the feeling of overwhelm comes from feeling like you have to do everything mm. all at once, totally, which is clearly not possible. You can't right. There's the the saying uh, which um, my my parents and almost everybody in my life had to remind me for most of my life was Rome wasn't built in a day. Totally, right. Yep. You know, and um, and you have to you have to break things down into their bite sized pieces because that's what that's what you can do. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in what's possible because it like like for every every strength that we have as entrepreneurs, there's an equal and opposite curse so to speak right the strength is man i could see all this possibility i could see what we can do and all this other stuff and then the weakness is that we just stay there seeing possibility without actually getting our hands dirty
2: and just doing what we can do right now absolutely and i know james you're one of the awesome experts at that because you know you guys don't know james knows everything there is about this thing called trello so breaks down every little project management piece that's out there but as an entrepreneur, you guys know when you first start, um, when you're not successful, you have to learn to do everything yourself because, you know, you got to bootstrap it and get it going. So being able to just define a project, just write everything out ahead of time of every one of the steps. One of the things about the writing, the journaling, is psychologically, it allows you to remove that. So that, that's one of the biggest parts. Two is when you have a fine – when you have the, the plan sit down, now it's literally like you don't have to think about it. You're literally doing one step at a time. So don't be a donkey is one of the ones that we had on that one. And then what other ones? What other tips do you guys want to share? Since we're focused on just the tips.
1: One of the other things that I'd love uh, I'd love to hear hear your thoughts on is your because uh, I've heard you talk about it before is sure. how to be ha- how to be happy, right? Um, and and oddly I need
0: to hear this, James.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is one of those things. And Dean, you and I have talked about this before, like where we've hit you know massive milestones or success in our business, and then. Oddly, you're like, man, I I don't think I've ever been more unhappy.
0: (laughs) Right, empty.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what the hell just happened? Like, I you know, I hit this threshold or I hit this milestone or I you know, hit my first seven figures or beyond or you know, had this big victory and now I feel like sort of like, well, what's next? And I think as as a whole, entrepreneurs are chasing that next hit of dopamine and they're like, all right, I got to have the next launch, I got to have the next milestone, I got to hit the next seven figures or whatever it is. Right. And I think that is a substitute for actually being happy. And there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff because we all are motivated and we want to push and, and grow and everything like that. But seems to me, it would be way more sensible, just figure out how to be happy. And then all those other things are additive.
2: <laughs> it'd be so easy, right? If we're, yeah. we actually had that. All right. So it breaks down to basically this. And I, I mean, it'd be so great because as entrepreneurs, what do you want to do? You want to achieve And so I'm going to break this down to essentially the root again, study a lot of parts. So Tony Robbins talks about the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment, right? The fact is we've had so many, so many stories that you see thousands of these guys that come out, whether it's celebrities or any kind of entrepreneur that they have success. And at the end of the day, they don't feel fulfilled. And it's just, it's very, very simple. So here's what it breaks down to. Tony Robbins says happiness equals progress. And is not I'm going to break that down to a whole nother level. And I think what it really comes down to is creation. So in, in, in the root of the word is the ability to be able to create. When it comes down to being able to be happy, we are the happiest when we are able to create, not just progress, but also create. Okay. So what does that mean? You were just talking about, you had all these milestones that you're able to do. The reason when you are happiest in your business, think about like in your business, it wasn't about the milestone of achieving it. It was about the point that you were actually getting to create, right, James? Like you're getting to do something. You're going right. to do something that, that, that you enjoyed, And it was something that was like you got to do. It's kind of uniquely to you. And you had a chance to create something. Same thing with James. All of us essentially love the creation process, right? Mm-hmm. The part of the business as the entrepreneur that makes it hard is when you have to get into the things and the, the things you don't like. Sometimes you don't like the management. Sometimes there's certain parts of your business that you don't, that you don't enjoy as much. But the creation process is very important. So, that could also mean what Tony Robbins talked about, fulfillment. What does that fulfillment, means? fulfillment mean? Fulfillment might mean meditating. might be you spending some time with your significant others. Why is that important? Again, because you're creating the moment. You're having this unbelievable moment of experience that is happening in your life that, it, that only you can create. So that creation, it, it really kind of balances out achievement, fulfillment, everything. If you bear it down to one word, it comes down to your ability to create. If you have the ability to create without the, the worried about the, the financial or the like, the like every little thing that you think, you will actually be happy. So what does that mean? That means being able to wake up every morning, having the opportunity to be able to create your day and create the moments that you want to experience. Right. So in my case, what what are the things that fulfill you? Right. Uh, for me, it's like relationships. Right. Being able to build a business. Make an impact on other people's lives. Those are the things that really fulfills me. And by the way, I didn't even realize making an impact in other people's life was that big of a deal. I think there's an evolution to an entrepreneur that you experience. I, I, I truly believe this, and I have yet to have somebody that's proved me wrong on this. Okay, here's the evolution of the entrepreneur. One, we all start out to make results. I don't care what anybody else says. I think it comes down when you don't have no money. You didn't start out building a legacy. Like we didn't even know what the freaking word legacy meant. We started out <laughs> with the idea we've got to pay our bills. I, I, that's just what it comes out. Like Dean started out that way. Russell, every single entrepreneur I read, really like if you go look at their stories, like, I, I didn't think this was gonna turn into a big movement. I started out because I had to, you know, take care of my electric bill. So that's basically what it started out, right? And then the second part is it was we experienced the results, then we lead to that second part, which is kind of like fulfillment or contribution contribution comes from being able to help others. Right. And by the way, fulfillment also comes from you getting your time back. Right. Like in the mornings right now, I get to wake up 90 minutes in the morning on my morning routine. I'm telling you, like I did that before this call today. Guys, I am so charged, as you can tell, like my day, I bend the universe towards my will during my day, because when you're able to create your day the way you want to have the energy you're able to bring to it makes such a significant difference. Right. So that fulfillment, it's is also about, it's not just about fulfilling the world. It's about fulfilling yourself. It's waking up and maybe meditating, waking up, taking time for yourself, the things that makes you happy. It might be waking up just simply journaling because that's how you overcome um, anger. By the way, if you're ever angry, guys, just journal. In fact, they tell uh, when you, jur- uh, journalists, when you have writer's block, just write what you're angry about. It's a really, really cool hack. And if you just write what you're angry, it's, it's amazing how you're able to get all that information out to a... A piece of paper. So the emotion doesn't subside throughout your day onto other people. Okay. But so the second part is, is really about fulfillment and that fulfillment can be for you or other people. But what ends up happening is eventually as you start making more money as success, there comes a time where you, you're, you have the financial wealth to do, to do what you want to do with your time. And that's where legacy starts to play in things, where the the whole thing that's been running, the cycle that's been running us as entrepreneurs for so long about, you know, paying bills, like that's gone, like that's covered. Like for me, it ended up being when I was at the gym one day, I get a call from Ozzy, my my wife and all this stuff just happened. I, I don't know if you guys ever dealt with this. Have you guys ever had it? Like where one week. It looked like, like, Uh, Like an avalanche, a typhoon, and a hurricane all hit you at one time. (laughs) I don't know if anyone's experienced that. But literally. So all this financial stuff happens, right? So my dad has to get an operation back home. So I'm sending money there. My mom has to deal with something. Ozzy's mom has And they're all like these really extravagant operations that literally would have put us on like down under, like literally, and I don't mean by Australian ways. I mean, like literally down under financially and any other time. What ended up like... I was at the gym as we we're having this conversation. I just said, all right, no problem. The money's in the account and just take care of it, right? And I hung up and I went back to working out. Now, I can't describe to you the reason why I remember that moment so vividly because it was the very first time in my life where I really just realized, wow, money is no longer an issue in my life. Mm. Like, okay, so what the heck am I going to do now with my time, right? Right. And so that became a big experience of it. And I think the part that gives us so much impact and I, I like the reason why I love the word impact and helping others because is we're doing stuff in our business. One Friday, I'm sitting there scrolling, um, Facebook and I'm seeing all these people that we've been able to help that were working like before. And now they're, you know, they're at home, they're spending time with their families. And I just saw the impact that made. And I was like, wow, that feels so good. Right. So again, if you bear all these three things, it starts with results to fulfillment, then eventually a legacy, right? If you break it down to one word, though, that's a success act. Like, how do you explain all this? It's creation. It's creating what you want in your business. It's creating the moments that you had. Why were you probably so happy, James, being in uh, in Italy, you know, having pasta? Or why was Dean so happy with his wedding? Because we had a chance on that day to create a moment in our lives that we'll, we'll remember forever. So as long as you create, you're in a state of happiness. So if you can wake up every morning and create, and obviously there's going to be stuff that goes that you're not expecting that happens throughout the day. But when you set your days intentional and you create that, it's amazing the amount of happiness and fulfillment you feel throughout the day.
1: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's so awesome. I love that. I love that answer. Really cool. I, I think, uh, I think I, I, I'm going to go back and listen to that again. And I think everybody should. Because I'm doing it. <laughs> if, James, if James does it, y'all should too. That's just the way it works. Yeah, just make it happen. Re-listen to that over and over <laughs> again. But but you're right. You know what? Like what? What was the very first thing that we noticed with you coming on to the show today? Super fired up.
2: <laughs> that was just because I'm on your show. I'm like so excited. Well, all right, all right. I get. I okay. I can. I yeah. can buy it. That. <laughs> <That's> the truth. Let's <laughs> say, guys. I really, truly, I don't know. Like if they might cut all this stuff out because I'm gonna. I always talk really greatly about. It. I had a chance to hang out with both of these guys, and I'm telling you, Dean. We spent a week on a master cruise together. James, we had a chance to be in New Mexico. Man, what a, like we did a bunch of stuff. We had a great time. We watched the, the fireworks together. We had a chance to go on our road off road. We did water skiing. Like we did all this stuff. And like I'm just telling you guys, like you guys are listening to like two of the best guys. They're funny. They're original. And the best part is like, I love your show because I I can listen to it and have fun and get some major gems along the way. So your unique personalities come out. So you guys are very, very fortunate to have these guys doing this.
1: Well, you're, you're very kind. And, uh, and let's, let's not forget the last minute trip to Vegas and then racing exotic cars around the track. That was pretty cool. That
2: was, so you guys want to hear the, like, this is how entrepreneurs work, right? So it's like squirrel. We we come out, we had a friend who had a birthday, and his only wish was for him to actually go to uh was for him to go to Vegas. And we were literally in New Mexico, guys. We all booked a trip within two hours. We were in Vegas that night, and I mean it was amazing. And then we went and raced cars. Like I wasn't even a huge car fan until I hung out with you guys. You guys broadened my horizons. We raced a what? A Porsche, a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, and Oh my God, like to, when that thing hit 170 miles an hour, (laughs) Joseph Campbell (laughs) says like, we all want to experience, like a lot of us, the biggest thing we want in life is to feel alive. Like at that moment, James, you tell me like, did you not just feel incredibly alive?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. And you know, one of the, one of the takeaways for me and, and maybe it was, you know, this whole thing you're talking about, about creating, creating that moment was, uh, well, first, first of all, the whole, the whole trip to, you know, to Vegas was like, not even on the itinerary. at And, and we get back and I was like, Hey, uh, everyone's like, Hey, what should we do tonight? And I was like, well, we could go to Vegas. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, oh, that's funny. And I was like, well, there's a flight that leaves in 40 minutes. If we leave in 20 minutes, we can make it. And, um, and, and then we did, but, but I think when we got down to the track and, you know, we had like, it was amazing because you have this, like menu of exotic cars to pick from. Basically you like walk in it's almost like going into like a takeout Chinese restaurant. There's like, Hey, you want like general. So you want some egg rolls? Like, what do you want? It was like, Oh, do you want a Lamborghini? You want a Ferrari? What, what would you like? And I was like, uh, well I'll take an Aston Martin. I'll take a Ferrari. I'll take an Audi R8. And, and w- which was really cool. But then when we got down to the cars, they, I had this, I had this incredible, uh, just breakthrough and epiphany, Cause I was standing at the cars and I was, and I obviously I was excited about it. I've, you know, I, I've loved cars for as long as I can remember, but, but I was standing there being like, oh, cool. Like I'm, I'm going to drive a Ferrari now around this track at like almost 190 <laughs> miles an hour. And then, and then in a, in a split second, I caught myself normalizing it. I was like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> and, and I was like, my eight year old self would shit himself. If he knew what was happening right now. <laughs> totally. And, and, right. And then I did it and I was like, that's awesome. And, and I think that is part of, you know, the, the, the benefit and the upside of, of being an entrepreneur is we work hard, but I think it's also important to play hard. And Dean, you and I have talked about, you know, vacation and recreation mm-hmm. like and everything like so many times. But that, that moment for me with when, when you and I went and did that, Alex mm-hmm. was like, really profound because I don't think I allow myself to get pulled back into the moment as often as I need to. And that was just well, a I, really I just want to jump in. I yeah. mean,
0: I don't want to rain on the parade or anything, but I actually feel that when <laughs> Alex and I spent time together, it was actually quality time, that we did appreciate, you know, and, and I didn't have to force myself to appreciate the moment because, you know, it was Alex and I, we had a great time. We did all these fun things together you know, for me, I was in the moment. I didn't have to drag myself out of it to realign where my qualities were. I was just there <laughs> the whole time, Alex. I just want you to know that.
2: Yes. Dean, I don't think you've ever had to remind yourself. I think you're always in the present whenever i see you. Exactly. has <laughs> exactly. so awesome. So, but just going back to that point, right? You enjoyed that part. It was all about creating in that moment, right? So, you were an avid car guy and, and I, w- I wasn't, but I still went because I wanted to have that experience. And when I did, it was just amazing. Like I was like, I never thought of like, you know, racing cars or things like that. But man, like you said, I think it kind of, it brings you back to kind of like your eight year old self. And again, it starts from the word create, but that playtime is so important because, um, is it, is an entrepreneur? you said that's throughout the entire weekend James and even Dean when we were on our trip what do we kept saying it's saying wow like we need to make sure like we make this a part of our lifestyle like it's like cuz you can get really bogged down with one area or aspect of your life and you you don't really uh, or we don't really look at it as like hey we need to have this on our ske- schedule right so every week when i make my goals guys a really cool goal like you know i break it down to the five things the physical the mental the emotional Uh, date night is without a doubt, like a, a non-rule breaker for me. So, like, my, my, and my wife, who you guys both know, like, she is like, not, like, she's like synonymous with like being able to like, just like sometimes say, Oh, we don't need to do this. I'm like, no, like, we're doing it. Like every week it's on the calendar. I don't care when we do it, but we do it. And she sometimes goes out growling like, Oh, we have all this other stuff to do. And then afterwards, she's always like, Oh, I'm so glad we did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So the key is, is that's what, what I was talking about. Creation is that creation. You got to take the things that gives you that feeling where you're happy, whatever that might be, whether it's your relationship, your work and put it on the calendar and make it something that it's a big part of it. And when you after you do this, what, what I just realized when I went through it is the way that I feel during those moments, I feel so much power from the sense of the fact that I got to create these moments and the things that are really important to me it makes me, it just makes me go in my head and go, what else can I create that I'm limiting myself on? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gives me the opportunity to see like, where, how else can I play bigger in life?
1: And at, at the risk of getting all mushy (laughs) here, I'm going to say one of one, (laughs) one, (laughs) I love that. I can't say anything without hearing a (laughs) mutter from under deep breath. Um, At the, I think it's also, you know, it's definitely about, you know, creating those moments and all that other stuff, but it is 100% also who you're doing those things with.
2: Yeah. We like, we would have never gone to Vegas had it not been for those six people all going, okay, let's do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, you know, getting, getting to spend time with, with the people that, that you you charge up with and that they charge up from you and, and you can sort of just like expand that level of enjoyment, uh, from, from your life, I think is, is something else. And, you know, having, having a a great group of of peers and friends and, and people who are doing amazing things, I like for me that I don't think there's much more that's more inspiring than, than actually that part.
2: I totally agree. Um, so, all right, well, I I
1: don't want, this is going to turn into a love (laughs) fest really fast. And I'm gonna start getting very uncomfortable because I'm not comfortable with emotions. Um, and 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 we and like that's just is gonna like, get quick, ugly. And so let's um,
0: reverse this fast.
1: <laughs> we need we need a joke. Yeah. What else can
0: we do?
1: Yeah. yeah, run run the attack program. Where's my sarcasm <laughs> protocol? Um So, uh, so so Alex, I think um, you know one one thing is very obvious from from our you know our time together, but also from our time together here on the show today. um, I think that uh, I think I consider you a very motivating type of guy, and and um, and I know Dean. I agree with that, James. Sorry, Dean. (laughs) uh, Okay, we have we are now on the record, both Dean and I. I, I'm definitely going to record
2: it when both of these guys agree. That's like the truth. It's actually happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. It is. And uh, and so I know you're 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 launching an incredibly uh, cool mm-hmm. project, um, which which I would imagine will have uh, a lot more of your uh, your take on things, your hacks, all the different things that will help people stay motivated in the game and creating results can you talk a little bit about um, your online entrepreneur academy that's coming out and how people could get involved? Sure. So
2: a couple things for you guys, for those of you who love the success hacks, you can find it on Facebook or on Instagram. It's success hacks nation um, on Instagram and success hacks 101. It's on Facebook. Uh, You guys, uh, we're actually building out a platform again, guys realize like when, when I came up with this, um, it wasn't really to just like, it was for me to figure out like, how can I break everything down into like one word, like we just did on this show, like create, like happiness goes down, comes down to creation. Because Tony Robbins talked about progress, we came out of creation. Like, how can I break it into a, a simple, digestible, easy? Because I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, so I gotta have things where I easily understand it, right? So I'm like, okay, how do I make it where it's easily understand something that we can actually take and implement? So if you guys go to Success Hacks Nation, you'll find on there I'm building out a, a 21. Uh, 21 habits that you guys can literally do that overcomes overwhelm, fear, anger, looking at problems, happiness, change of habit, overcoming judgment, results hack, whatever you guys want to be able to, it, it's going to help you guys to do that. And then the second part, and this is something I'm really passionate about is, um, uh, I think we talked a little bit about this, James, but you know, we, we all grew up with a traditional, um, you know, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Education, I can think of the word. Yeah. Just e- education. Word for. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. The word was like swooping around my head for about 10 seconds. All right. So education is the magic thing. So here's the key. Uh, like the key to it is now we kind of live at a time where a lot of that is changing. Right. And as I'm studying some of the, the, the most profound thinkers that are in the universe right now, it, jobs are becoming obsolete. A lot of us really need to get in a position where we get to create what we want every day. And the only way that right now, entrepreneurs are the ones that are creating jobs, guys. That's what's going on in the world. And I'm just looking at a time when my kids are going to be around from now and maybe 16 years from now. Like, I don't think college is really going to serve them as well as someone who learns how to be an entrepreneur. I'm just looking at the model. The model is going to be two to three, four years where they'll go to college, they'll get a loan, they'll have 100 to 200,000 in in debt. And then they're going to come out with essentially having to pay back on that debt with a job that may be obsolete or not, not even there versus learning how to be an entrepreneur, learning how to be an online and being able to, um, create, you know, money on demand essentially, because that's essentially what a lot of these, you know, all three of us been able to do online as we have the ability to learn the skill set, And that actually allows us to not only have the financial aspect, but also all the other aspects, the the lifestyle, the, the ability to be able to, uh, to w- live life on our own terms, for lack of a better word, right? So you, if you guys go there, you're going to see the first of its kind. It's going to be a four-year curriculum where you guys can literally take course, not just one course, but it's broken down. It's a roadmap where within three to four years, you're going to be able to learn everything you need to know from an entrepreneurial because right now that's just not available out there. And financial literacy is defined very different by our education system than it is by the people who are actually making money and creating in today's universe. And so it's a huge undertaking, but I take it on as a challenge because um, that's going to be the legacy project. And what I what I hope that you guys will get out of it is even within the first year, instead of going three to four years, you'll actually come out the first year and make probably more money than you have (laughs) before by learning the skill set that you need to know. And I think the biggest part about that is that um, my one thing is I believe that if you learn this one skill set, you never have to worry about money again, ever. Because you can basically create it on, on demand.
1: Awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm excited to see uh, see more from you on that. For those of you guys who want to check that out, go to uh, onlineentrepreneuracademy.com. Um, Dean, do you have any of your special brand of drivel that you'd like to add to the show before we I think we the leave? way
0: you put it so elegantly, I better come up with something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think, um, I think we, could talk to, we could talk together for hours as guys and not even remember that we're on a podcast. Um, so I'm sure we'll have to have you back, Alex, because there's so much more to come, I'm sure. But it's been awesome catching up, of course. And thank you for sharing all this with the listeners.
2: And I just want to say thanks to you guys for having me on the show. It has been actually one of a dream of mine because I knew how much fun this was going to be. Um, yeah, I was really time. hoping I could match the energy and the funniness and the wit of both of you guys. And I just want to say thanks for creating the show. I think I love listening to it because I get, I get some really great gems along with a lot of humor for me. Like that's like the magic combination and it brings both of your unique personalities to this. So thank you guys for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
1: For sure. Dean, does that mean we have another (laughs) listener that we
2: (laughs) were unaware of?
1: It's unbelievable. We getting we're getting like one every few months now. This is this is terrific. You guys all, all are welcome,
0: so uh yeah, please please tell at least one of the friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks 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 Alex. We uh we definitely uh we're we're having a good time here and I think, you know, in being consistent with the theme of a lot of the conversation today, Dean and I want to do the show for two reasons. One, um we want to have fun and we want to show people that you can have fun while you're learning and conducting business. And we, and we also want to, you know, provide a lot of value to people. So I appreciate, uh, appreciate that.
2: I think it and gives um, to all the smart asses stuff. within us in the world. So thank you. Cause some of us are, you know, somebody <laughs> listening to this right now. They're going, I'm such a smart ass. Would I make a good entrepreneur? And then they see James and Dean and they are like, yes. Yes, I can, damn it. I love this. Yeah, is this
0: one of those situations where it's like, well, if those two do it, then
2: (laughs) I'm going to have no
1: problem. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And and with that, let us be an inspiration for all of you guys. Um, (laughs) Shining Beacon of Hope, we've set the bar oh so low that we know you can do it too. Um, (laughs) Well uh at some point uh the three of us will actually have to hang out in person yeah. i look forward to that so that alex doesn't have to feel like he's uh I, f- I felt sort of like a child in a divorce on this episode to a certain extent where he's like oh the time i spent with you james was great and dean dean i don't want to forget about you too like the time i spent with you was great too i don't know if Definitely. you felt that way also Dean, but it was like a i was bit fighting weird. to
0: be the, so year, like the primary caregiver it was almost like I wanted him to have the best time with me. You took right. him for cars. I didn't take. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, had you him on know, a cruise, Dean. I mean, Puerto come on. Rico. You don't have that so, moment. We had that. <laughs> I think
2: that should be the title of this episode, right. Alex, the the, the divorce love that love child of of, yeah. the, the, of Dean and James. That's going to be great. <laughs> <the>
1: right, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, we, well, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, I appreciate both of you guys. I appreciate all of our listeners for tuning in today. Uh, make sure you come back for more. If you haven't been uh, scared off at this point, then you're probably with us for at least a little while longer. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Share the show. Tell your friends about it. Until next time, this is James P. Friel signing off for me and my co-host, Mr. Dean Holland, for another yeah, episode yeah. of Just Bye. the Tips. Bye. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit Justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfriel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.